Good afternoon. Very glad to be here after two and a half years. It's always a good, not only to be in New York, but uh, you see how vibrant this place is. It takes probably a couple of hours after you start walking here to feel the, the vibration and the energy and everything. It's very good to be in another Capital League forum. And uh, also good uh, to feel that uh, we fulfilled uh, the promise we gave last year, last time we were in a forum like this, to say that next time we'll be here, we would uh, have started this amazing investment. Of course, we were helped by, by COVID because it took more than a year than we thought, but uh, this was one of the positive sides uh, of COVID. Uh, anyway, before I go to the main course of the presentation, the later discussion we're going to have with Petro uh, Haas, uh, we're going to take a look at uh, Lambda to remind you um, what Lambda is about and probably to show you why it is, in my opinion, one of the best investment opportunities currently in the Greek uh, stock market. We have, um, how do we go to the next slide? Lambda started um, in the early 2000s as a real estate development company, mainly in the sectors of uh, retail. We developed the first shopping centers in Greece. Then we did some residential projects in Greece and abroad, and we also developed Along the way, we decided to keep our malls because they were very successful. So we were a development company, but at the same time, we, we, we could say that we were an assets investment company since we still own the malls that we developed uh, in the early 2000s. As you can see, the company has a, a net asset value of 1.4 billion euros, which is about 30% higher than the latest capitalization. I think that today the the, the share price was uh, at 6.25. So there, there you go. You have already a discount of more than 20-25%. But um, what is important is how well the shopping centers we had developed did during two crises. Uh, one was the financial crisis for almost 10 years. Never our occupancies fell below 96%. Never our collections fell under 95%. This was a very, very resilient performance during the hard years. Then we enjoyed probably five, six months of um, comfort months. They were between, I would say, the elections of uh, July 2019 and February of 2020. We, were, we thought we had seen it all. We thought now we have only uh, good energy productive years. And then COVID came up, which tested us for one more time. Uh, we think that uh, the biggest part of this uh, is over. And last week, we announced our financial results for last year. They were 6% better than 2020, which is so, so meaningful because, you know, 2020, 2021 were strange years. But what is important is that this profitability in 2021 was just 15% below 2019, which was a record year for, for us. We believe that unless another Black Swan event uh, comes, I don't think it's black anymore, I mean, it's more regular life, unfortunately. But unless something extraordinary happens again, we think that 2022 is going to be a record profitability year for, for Lambda. Next thing to say is that uh, we have grown a lot since this uh, early 2000 years, I mean 2000, uh, uh, 2010 years. Now we have more than doubled our headcount. This was the need in order to transform from a malls company to a company that could execute a Linicon. Now we recruited, uh, we, have, we were about 500 people. Out of them, 60% have masters and PhDs. It 
It was difficult to start a recruitment in 2019 and 2020. You understand that the Greece didn't enjoy the highest credibility and people didn't believe, even in the Linicon, and for good reason. We recruited many people from the, from the Middle East, people who had the experience in complex projects, from London, New York, so forth, so on. Now, we're a master of the company, ready to start uh, this project. Actually, we have already started, as you will see in the next slide. So, overall, uh, we have a side that has to do with investment assets, the malls, are the big majority of them. We believe that 2022 is going to be a record year for us profitability-wise and performance-wise. And Elinicon, of course, is going to grow from being, as you can see, less than half of the company. You see the 1.4 value of the company consists of 600 million euros from Elinicon currently. The rest being the investment assets. This picture, of course, is going to change. It's going to be reversed come. Now, why I said before that this one in this objective, but we believe it's going, it's going to be one of the, big, of the best investment opportunities in 2023. From a current company valuation of 7.7 euros per share, we think that the company is going to almost double or triple in value just in four years. This is even higher if you, if you take today's price that is at 6 euros and 30 cents, not 7.7 euros. Why this is going to happen? First of all, again, if you look at the investment assets, these are the three models we have. They are performing amazingly well. The reason is we put a lot of emphasis and we put a lot of investment, investment on not doing shopping center destinations in terms of fashion, but also put a lot of weight on entertainment and experience. Just to, to, to give you some examples, in Golden Hall, we expanded the uh, gross leasing area by 30% last year, investing in, uh, in a lot of entertainment, making the family destination. We developed the first aquarium in Greece, and we also opened an Olympic Museum, the first Olympic Museum in Athens, one of the best in the world. So we give more and more opportunities to people to visit our shopping centers. The Mall of Athens, we're going to start a major renovation program, more experience there, more entertainment. It's going to be a 30 million euros program that's going to start starting in the next months. Next, this is the marina. We have now have two marinas. This is the Frisian Marina, uh, 300 birds, record profitability last year, uh, good for mega yachts, which is the new trend. We also have the new marina operating already, the new marina that, that is within the Hellenicorn site that we obtained last year. Now, the main thing. Elinicon, uh, you have heard the numbers, 8 billion euros investment, the biggest private investment in Greece to have ever taken place. Apart from this, thousands of jobs. But most of all, we believe it's not the size, it's the variety of this project. This project has taught, has infrastructure, has uh, smart city elements, has green, has hotels, has everything. We think, based on our consultants' estimates, that the visitors to Athens in 2024-2025 are going to be at least 40% more than they are today. If we think this number is impressive, I'll tell you that uh, after Marina Bay Sands opened in Singapore, you know the project, uh, Singapore, starting from a very high base because it was already a popular destination, doubled their visitors within the next four years. And it was uh, very, very nice, but it was just in the great casino resort. It's going to have it all. Very green, and imagine the Athenian weather, everything else that Athens has to offer, and most of all, it's going to enhance the capability, the credibility so much How we're doing uh, as far as you know the project is going uh, to, to say 
something that uh, probably you all know, I don't need to repeat it, but just to, to remind you, uh, they are saying that projects of this complexity, of this magnitude, usually go bankrupt the first time. Some of them, the second time as well. Uh, many people remind this to me when we started it. We think this time is going to be different. You know, there is a book about bubbles that is called this time is going to be different to say exactly that this is not the case. But there are some things that, uh, that make us believe that it is already different. One thing is that the residential developments we have started design and fast and, and very soon executing are all pre-short. One is what we call the Marina Tower. It's a 200-meter high-rise tower, residential, we will see later, on the, on the coastline, 200 apartments all sold, about half a billion euros worth of revenues. Then we have developed, we have designed 27 villas on the coastline, all sold. Just behind the villas, we have the condos of about 100 apartments in the process of being sold. The, this process is going to be completed just next month. Another 100 apartments, another 200 million euros. Total, all three, 1.1 billion euros worth of revenues. And, and before we even start construction, about 200 million euros out of this 1.1 billion euros is going to be in our bank accounts before the end of this year. So this makes us feeling good about the pre-sales. Uh, you know, this was, in this personal opinion, sales is the most important component of the success for any company. Other things you can fix. If you don't have sales, it's difficult because some things are out of your control. Number two, apart from the resin, we have uh, the designs for our shopping centers. This is the, the biggest mall, going to be the biggest mall in Greece, new generation mall, a hybrid of inside and outside spaces, very green, very smart, very technology oriented, and most of all, very human. 80% uh, of our GLA is already agreed. Actually, the demand is for 145% of our GLA, but because you know in Mars you have to have the proper terra mix, we are selective with whom we are signing agreements. 80% there, next year, 100% of this is going to be signed. Some of the other uh, developments that are worth mentioning here, to the left, we have a mixed-use tower designed by Aedas. Aedas is a very, very, nice, a very, very good architectural company, Chinese, Singaporean. They are very good at this mixed-use tower. Again, 200 meters height from the sea elevation. When I say mixed-use, it's going to include the offices, the hotel, brand hotel, and apartments. Uh, you see Pireus Bank offices up there. Uh, we have, uh, as you know, closed the deal with Pireus Bank, 150 euros, 150 million euros deal. Pireus Bank is going to carry their headquarters in Elinicon. This is another sign what Elinicon is going to be about. For Lease is the best operator of uh, big boxes retail uh, uh, park space. They are also going to be in Elinicon. And last but not least, uh, Temes is uh, the company owned by the Kostadakopoulos uh, family, Achilles Kostadakopoulos brothers and Ola Young. And we signed, our strategy is to, to do deals in things we don't have expertise. So we were trying to do cooperation with the best in kind. One of them is probably the best in Greece. Probably the best in Greece is the Kostadakopoulos family. They have developed Kostadakopoulos. They acquired Hilton, now Conrad. They transformed the brand. We feel very good having a 70-30% JV with them. Uh, another stage of risk in any development, apart from designs, apart from all the things that I mentioned before, is funding. Usually, bankrupts happen because we lack funding at some point. So we wanted to have all the money before we even start. We 
do have all the money before we even start. How this happened? Uh, the, the first phase is the 2.5 billion euros you see down there at the left bottom. How we're going to cover 2.5 billion euros? 600 million euros we got three years ago from the share capital increase, thank God before COVID. Another uh, uh, inflow of money was a bond we issued summer of 2019, 300 million euros, out of which 200 will go to a living one. Bank debt we signed with uh, Eurobank and European Bank, 1 billion euros. Uh, we don't need more debt uh, since our sales have gone so well. Actually, the, the, the pre sale that I talked to you about before covered about 160% of the rest of the funding we needed. So we're more than covered. And then the last stage of uh, any uh, development is the construction execution. And this is the plan for the first five years. It's pretty aggressive. What you see in color is what we're going to develop until the end of 2025, beginning of 2026. So you see all the coastline is going to be developed. If you, if you start from the, from the right path, you see the marina is already there, but of course we're going to revamp it. It is on this marina we're going to develop the meaningful area with the one in pink, the Costadacopoulos uh, uh, family uh, hotels in Grande Trezzi is going to be developed here, hotels in Grande Trezzi. Imagine the views they're going to have, see from one side, see from the other. Uh, this Grande Galeria is not going to be just a gallery of fashion, it's going to have some of the best restaurants in the world. Uh, and uh, here is the Marina Tower, 200 meter high rise, already resolved. Can imagine the views there. There, we're going to develop a sandy beach more than one kilometer long. And these are the already sold out villas and condominiums that I talked about before. Finally, here is another hotel, another brand hotel. By the way, this is also going to help Greece being put on the map for the right reasons. These are going to be very high value brand operators, nice branded residential, nice branded residential service by the Hotels. Here we're going to have the first part of the park. Uh, this is about uh, 700 uh, hectares with a lot of sports facilities here. Uh, this is the biggest mall in Greece that I talked to you about before, and the, where the office park is going to be developed. With Pireus having already signed their move of headquarters, it is likely that we may reach an agreement with Eurobank in the next months for Eurobank to also carry their headquarters in. Uh,
part of this was um, the development of the experience park. This is a, 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 seven, a seven hectares um, area that we developed for Christmas. And not only for Christmas, this is now at work every day. People go there. More than half a million people have visited the, the experience park. It's a nice area full of green, full of lights, full of entertainment. And this is going to be at the upper right corner, the first building we are starting in Elinicon. It's going to start in two weeks from now. It's for people with disabilities. It has a symbolic character and also substance. And again, it's the first building. So people will start real works in a month from today. Last but not least, and again, this is news for today, it is the Experience Center. Big developments have what they call a visitor center for people to come and see what is going to be developed. The Experience Center is going to be the biggest visitor center in the world. The target was to show that Greece can do something in the superlative form for Greeks to feel proud that this is going to take place in Greece and for foreigners to feel uh, you know, so can know that uh, this is going to happen and, and, and it's for real. This is going to open on April 28th. It's going to be a combination of uh, natural elements and of smart city element and it's going to show not only maquettes but much more than maquettes not only buildings but but, but much more of the experience somebody is going to live in a living infrastructure couple more slides infrastructure is what uh, uh, we already signed with avax to start two weeks from today uh, it was the big the first big package 300 million euros is the worth of this package and it includes almost everything that's for infrastructure. Road networks, uh, utilities, uh, and everything budget. We have also done a lot of, as you can see, geotechnical work and archaeological excavations to see what is there to make sure that we are fine on this front as well, which we are. Uh, last but not least, permitting has been a big issue, a big obstacle in Greece, as you know, many big permanent structures stop for a while after this time. So we follow a different path in Elinicon. Before we started the project, we want to make sure that the Council of State, Sibulipratias, has signed the master plan. It has, I see there, uh, Andreas Tavagis. Andreas Tavagis, uh, he had so much when he was president, when he was uh, chief of Taipei, to make this project uh, happen, and to also put some mechanism in place to make sure that this is gonna run smoothly when it starts. First thing was so the, the approval by master plan, by, by, sorry, by the high court of the master plan. Second, we created with the government the one-stop shop called the Lincoln Bureau to give all operational and construction permits that we needed to go fast about it. And last, before we pay the second installment in June of uh, next year, we have to have all construction permits in place for all landmark buildings. Last but not least, you know, these are nice, they are the, the formalities, but it's important also to have a government that will lead in this project. I have never seen a more pro-business government than the one we currently have. So this gives us faith and also the, the easiness to proceed and overcome obstacles. Because in a project with complexity, you will always have obstacles. So you need someone to be your partner and not leave. Some of these uh, developments are in the next photos. The video is going to follow after that, but just to to say a couple of things about the architect, the, the design teams. Marina Tower is designed by Foster and Partners. They also did our master plan. Uh, the co-villas and the co-residents have designed 
by some foreigners, but mostly by Greek architects, I want to, to say how nicely surprised we were by the quality and the work of Greek architects in the residential sector. Amazing work, they did amazing designs. And I'll tell you what, it's not because we are saying this. Out of the 27 villas that were sold to 60% foreign buyers, they had the choice of the six architects we gave to them. Uh, and four were Greeks, two were foreign, some of the best foreign resi architects. The 80%, 85% of the foreign buyers chose the Greek architects for the villas and the condos. This is very good. This is, you know, vote by actual purchases. This is the mixed use tower designed by Aidas, I said before. I think it's impressive. Um, it's, um, uh, you know, a mixed use of offices, apartments, hotel next to the mall. These are the two malls. The Williams Mall is this hybrid that I talked about of open and, and, and uh, closed spaces. The photo doesn't do justice to this one. We've seen the, you know, the renderings, the 3Ds and everything. It, it, it is amazing. As much as I'm trying not to use excessive words, it is something nice. The Galeria is the other boutique mall that we said it's going to be on the marina. So it might be there in a restaurant, in a bar high quality because we talk with the best restaurants and bars in the world, but at the same time it's difficult to combine in many other places in the world the nature. I was in Dubai, I was in Amazonico last month because we are seeing things like this. Amazing restaurant, amazing bar, but you don't have this weather, you don't have this view, you don't have the sea, and it's interactive beauty. You don't just see it, you can, you can do things, you can swim in these waters. So that's why we are you know, very passionate about this. Finally, for developments, the buildings, and all this. These are things to be given to the public. Again, this, they are going to happen in the next four years. We're not talking about, about the future. Elinicon Park, one third of Elinicon is going to be a park. We are designing this with Sasaki architects. The name may not imply this, but they are Americans. They are fantastic. We are working with them. They are in Greece. They are doing many nice things. You know, there are many nice parks in the world that are grass with some trees. Center Park is an, except, an exception because it has a lot of variety. We think this is going to be something with a lot of variety. It's not going to be just grass, it's going to be everything. And finally, the coastal front, the sandy beach. Here we can see the video. will be able to use the sports center's ultra-modern facilities located within the park 
which will be completed in the next couple of years. The time has come to review some of the most significant developments that will be completed by 2025. We begin with the creation of an extensive path network exceeding 50 kilometers with walkways, bicycle routes, and light traffic roads. A unique walkway 56 meters in width and 2.5 kilometers in length is being created, connecting Vulgarmenis Avenue with the coastal front through the Elinicon Park. Our goal is for the network we will create to continue onto the walkways of the adjacent municipalities and eventually connect Manjimetas with the sea. Another project is the underground construction of part of Posidonos Avenue near the Agios Cosmas Sports Facilities for approximately 1.5 kilometers. to the coastal front of the park via the iconic overpass connecting the two spots. The works for the redevelopment of the beach are already underway since last summer. The studies for the park and the sports facilities are also underway. 2022 will mark the beginning of works for the new building that will accommodate the associations for people with disabilities, the works for upgrading the marina, and the Agios Cosmas beach, as well as the construction of the marina tower. Congratulations, Odyssea. Amazing presentation. And especially for all of us who have worked in this project for the last 10 years, it is quite an emotional moment because we see that what the vision was 10 years ago to be a reality, which is amazing. And uh, indeed, uh, I want to express the gratitude of all of us to you, to your leadership, 
to your ability to handle all these difficult moments and make it reality. And this project is reality, and I think you deserve a round of applause from all of us for what you have done. <laughs> if not a standing ovation. Thank you at this point to say that uh, I always believed in teamwork and uh, shared efforts. So this is not personal. There is a team of very, very talented and especially very committed and passionate individuals who started, you know, with some level of experience, but they put their heart in this project. Without this, you cannot achieve projects of this magnitude. This, this is very, very important. And also, we were lucky to have someone who believed in us very much, our shareholder, Spiros Latsis, and um, actually his sister, Margarita Latsis, but he believed from the beginning, and, and now it's, it's easy to say that uh, more and more people believe in these projects, but during the financial crisis, 2013, 14, 15, during so many difficulties and, ob and obstacles, it's very important to have someone to back you up and believe in you no matter what. So, you know, thank you anyway. So, uh, let me uh, make some first questions, and I think uh, uh, from the audience we'll, we'll get one or, one or two more questions. For the first question is, uh, what are the, in your strategic plans, what are the next milestones towards the development? You said that we are talking about a, a project of four or five years. What are the milestones that we will see that indeed you are on track and that the project is as you expected to, to, to develop? Okay, the first thing was to have good designs. Because, you know, to, to my learning as well, and uh, to several others, it takes a lot of effort to have very detailed designs and then to go to execution of construction. So we put very good designs in place in a process through which we could select the best. Foster, Aedas, Kengo Kuma was the designer of the other uh, uh, Galeria, as we said. Designs were number one, and Sasaki for the park. Number two, which was very, very difficult, I have to tell you, was the recruitment of the people who would execute these things. To find 300 people within 18 months uh, and to bring them in a place that was hurting from, uh, as you know, from all this drainage was very, very difficult. Now they're coming back, I think, symbolic way to, to say that we materialize the brain again, which is a motto, but in our case is reality. This was number two. The third thing was to start a real execution. Of course, pre-selling gave us a big advantage in believing in this and uh, have the best contractors to come in place. We already announced the infrastructure one. Next week, we're going to announce the Marina Tower contractor, who is going to be with us first as a consultant and then hopefully as the main contractor. So these are the three steps. Now, in terms of what you're going to see with your own eyes, starting again, and this is very good, the next month, is, uh, you know, with drone views, many, many people working there, many cranes, many machinery and equipment. It's going to be a very, very lively place starting in, in, in May. This is good. Amazing. So the question is, okay, this is the trajectory, this is the, the, the steps to go. What is the impact in the real economy of the country, and I would say also the impact in the society, in the Greek society, of this project? Are we going to talk about Greek economy pre-Hellenicon and post-Hellenicon? 
I hope so. Uh, you know, some time ago we were saying we want to put Greece on the map for the right reasons. I remember times that you would go abroad in the times of, you know, the exit, Grexit issue, 2013, 12, 14, and you wouldn't feel so good. Now we think that this project is going gonna, is gonna to put Greece on the map for the right reasons. Now, there are tangible reasons for that, intangible reasons for that. The tangibles have to do with, with the numbers. 8 billion euros investment, GDP growth by 2% after year 5 contribution, 2% GDP is significant, thousands and thousands of jobs, tourists coming, these are the, the tangible elements we're going to see very soon. The intangible element is the psychological one, credibility is going to be restored, very, very important, capital will be employed with good returns in this one, and I think also the psychology of Greeks is going to improve because of this, and one of the targets we have internally is that we want to make this project the epitome of Greece being able to do something not only credibly time-wise and profit-wise, but with high integrity. We want to show we can do a project of billions the right way. And this is another intangible element very important to us. Yeah, but this trajectory, let's say, is not a plain vanilla thing. It has ups and downs and difficulties. Now I'm talking about the Ukrainian thing and the inflation and the uh, increase, the, 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 the spike of the prices in energy and in uh, raw materials. What is your crisis management yeah. with regards to this situation? You know, when I started as a CEO in 2010, uh, the first crash course was the financial crisis. So I said, OK, tough times, but at least I got a very good educational course. Then we almost finished this, we had COVID. Okay, okay, we got an Now we have, <laughs> we have Ukrainian. Um, so what we are doing about this, apparently the costs have increased. There are two, three things. I mean, we are not Harry Potter. We don't have a magic stick. We're trying to do the best we can to, to manage these things. One thing is to have very good designs and know what their costs are. The other thing is to, to apply a, a new methodology for Greece. It's the first time that this is implemented in Greece. In the U.S., it is being implemented which is called early contractor involvement. So we're getting the contractor with us since we're doing the designs. For example, next week, as I said, we're going to announce the contractor for the Marina Tower. They are going to be working with our architects, Foster in this case, to make sure we exploit to the max value engineering. Value engineering, as you know, is a way to optimize what materials you're using, how you design, if there are better ways to design and more cost-efficient ways to design. So this is going to help us a lot. The other thing is that, uh, and this is uh, reality, uh, real estate is considered an anti-inflation hedge. Why? Because, yes, costs go up, but at the same time, the pricing of real estate is going up. Uh, and, and the last is that we have contingencies. And to be practical, not theoretical, I'll tell you that the first contract we signed with AVAX, the package about infrastructure, was within our budget. We had heavy contingencies because we thought that, you know, this is a complex project, dynamic, you need to have contingencies. We did this. The other thing is that um, uh, for uh, new projects, like, for example, the, the villas or the condos, for the village, we have sold the lamp lots to the buyers, so the construction cost is on the buyers. For the condos, the prices in which we are selling now are higher, much higher than the budget, so we have another cushion for cost. The only, the only, the, the risk we have in cost, but it's also good for the buyers, 
and it shows why real estate is good. Anti inflation is in the Marina Tower, we sold the apartments, we locked the pricing. If we have further cost increase from what we are today, then the cost is going to hit lambda. It's not going to be a huge cost. We're talking about probably 20 million euros for another 20% increase on top of what it is today. But it shows that for someone who bought, uh, I don't know how many of you have bought Marina Tower apartment, I, I see some faces that they have. It, it, it's good. That's why it's called anti-inflation, because it shows they pay the price, whatever price this was. But two, three years from now, because of what's happening today, their pricing is going up. We don't want more black swan events, okay. though. I think we're okay. Okay. Putting aside the residential, what about commercial? You announced two new commercial projects in 2011, the Riviera Galleria and the Commercial Hub. Do you foresee that there will be an increase in spending or in consumption in Greece? Or? Uh, we Because there are already malls, successful malls in Greece. Yes. What is your vision behind that? Yes. To start with, though, a big difference with the stage, for example, or some other places, the, uh, the big venues in Greece, as a percentage to total retail, are a very, very small fraction. You know, there are some statics, for example, how many square meters per 1,000 uh, people in any country you have. In Greece, it's 80 square meters per person. In countries in Europe, there are 400. In, in, in Scandinavia, 800. So big venues are not that many in Greece. Our malls are the three largest malls. We have seen consumer spending per person increasing steadily over the last two years. That's why we did so well in profitability, relatively speaking, in spite of COVID, because we had less people coming to our centers, but spending each person who was coming was spending more money. This one thing. The second thing is that, of course, if these things with cost continue and energy continues, we may see a drop in consumption. I hope that this is not going to happen forever. You know, so far we haven't seen any decrease in consumption in our malls. We have seen, as I said, an increase, not decrease. We think that the uh, cost uh, will de-escalate. By the way, before, when you asked me about the cost for a Linicon, we said that my answer was based on the fact that this cost will prevail forever. We start our buildings at the end of this year or beginning of next year, which means any cost de-escalation 12 yeah. months from today will alleviate the pain, right? And we, I, I hope this is going to happen. So my last question, in order to give the floor to the audience, my last question is, uh, going back to the commercial, let's say, projects that you have, do you have a, any intention to, let's say, spin off this small, let's say, function of Lambda and make a new listing in the Athens Stock Exchange? Yes. And the second is, You said that the, the NAV is uh, 40%, 40 above the, the yeah, share, 30%. 30 above the share capital increase, and which is far above the price of today in the stock market. How do you see your share uh, going in the, in the stock exchange? Yeah. As I said, um, you know, sometimes you are a subjective one. You are in a company. At the same time, you know the facts. I think this is one of the most undervalued stocks in the Greek stock exchange. Why? Uh, one thing was COVID affected probably the, the, the prospects for the Moors, but most importantly is, as I said, these projects have a high risk of they're going to happen, bankrupt. And the price of the stocks in Greece are led by foreign funds, American funds and English funds. They have to see to believe. They don't know the detail that I showed to you in this presentation. And uh, they don't believe in, in, in brick and mortar retail until they see it. So I believe that when construction starts in May 
and when they see the money flowing in our bank accounts for the pre-sales, they will become very aggressive. And I have seen this in Lambda many times before. There is, you know, yeah. a, a calm period, and then when someone starts, a second one follows, and then you have an explosion. Uh, as regards as the, the, because you see all the fundamentals are there, and um, the other thing that you, you, you asked about the spin-off. The, the spin-off of the malls. Right. Um, Are you thinking about yes. that? Yes, actually we're thinking to do this, to have done this because already. I read in the press that there was a... Yeah, the, the, yeah, there is a lot of noise about it, true noise. We were going to do this in 2020, half one 2020, but then COVID came. Obviously we couldn't do it. Now we plan to do this half one 2023, and it's going to include the three malls we have, big value for investors who want steady dividends in the area of 5%. Uh, the malls are going to be in the stock market, and we're going to include, hopefully, in this IPO, the two new malls we are developing in Elinicon.